Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I snuck up here before Rabbi Earps. Okay. Hi, everybody. This is Yossi speaking over here. <laughs> yes, you're listening to jritradio.com. And yes, this is Yossi, the sidekick from Rabbi Yossi Earps. You know, you're listening to the story hour. But right now, I think Rabbi Earps is, you know, looking for his raincoat because it looks like a big storm is happening. And <laughs> But I said, I'll sneak up. I'll get there before you. <laughs> and so far, I am. Okay. So I'd like to remind everybody that you're listening to jritradio.com. If you would like to listen to us live on the telephone, you can dial 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. <laughs> okay, and now I'd like to tell you if you'd like to listen to us live on the telephone, but also you want to follow the menu in case you missed <laughs> one of Rabbi Yitzhak's stories or my story, you know. <laughs> you can always go onto the archives and just follow the menu, okay? So that number is 718 718- Five zero six nine zero nine nine, and of course you can always send your donations to JRoot Radio. Now it's before Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, and you want JRoot uh, Radio to continue because of all the good things we do for Klal Yisrael, and therefore it's now a good time for giving. And so uh, it would be a nice time to you know send your donations because you know it, it doesn't run on thin air. Okay, <laughs> okay, so we we value your donations. So uh, then you can write in you know to JRoot Radio. 2829 Nostrandy Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That number again, that address again, I should say, is 2829 Nostrandy Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And of course, Rabbi Erbs is not here, so we can't play that shtick and, you know, that, that stuff, you know, like, uh, and the number that we never tell because, you know, at the end of the show, people call in. But I, I can't do that shtick with anybody, so, I, so I'm just going to say the number that we're not going to say is 718-683-5858 because I'm not going to say that number, and then I can't play that stick back and forth, and I can't say, oh, you tricked me, whatever it is. Okay, you know it anyway, so what's the difference? Okay, so, Rabbi <laughs> are still not here. <laughs> oh, I know some people must be happy out there, and then maybe, maybe not. Oh, I don't know, but I don't know, I shouldn't be happy. So, Roshana, I shouldn't be doing that now, right? Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, uh, well, maybe, who knows? Maybe he's going to give me an opportunity anyways. Okay, so uh, I would like to remind everybody that if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling, uh, martial arts demonstration, or the kayak for the Mayak demonstration, uh, uh, or, uh, and you want any information about these things, you can always call 718-375-1294. And if you're also interested in either art lessons or martial art lessons, you know, or Qigong energy exercises, you know, you can always call 718-375-1294 for more information. And then if there's a waiting list, then there's a waiting list, you know. <laughs> Not everybody sticks it out, you know, because uh, Rabbi Yitzhak is the real deal, you know what I mean? So <laughs> if you're too lazy to work out, <laughs> Then he's not for you, okay? Okay, and and uh, you know, uh, you know, and, and, and yeah, okay. So, and of course, he does all kinds of artwork. You know, did, did you know? Did you know? I'm, uh, he's not coming yet. <laughs> I'm getting away with this. Okay. Anyways, so you know, um. What I was trying to say is that Rabbi Yitzhak, you know, he he does kasubas and monograms, and he does all kinds of artwork. Anyway, he does portraits and things like that, you know. And besides the comic strip that he does in the FJJ, you know that also. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, uh, you know his book, you know, uh, is that like the wagon driver is still out there, you know, and his other books from Art Scroll still out there also, and you know, uh, um, you know, uh, and and oh, he's still not coming. <laughs> Oh, this is my day. Oh, I was waiting for this. I mean, Hustle Shalom, I hope nothing happened to him. I mean, I just know the last time I spoke to him, he was looking for his raincoat. <laughs> okay, because he said an umbrella's gonna fly because the winds are blowing outside. <laughs> but I came here schwitzing, I don't know, on the stand. But all right, anyways, what's the difference? Okay, am I talking too slow or too fast? <laughs> a 
not, but I think I'm talking just right. Okay, so anyways, um, I just would like to tell everybody, I, I, I think I covered that, and I covered this, and I covered that. Oh, yeah, of course, if you want to order any of Rabbi Yitzhak's uh, CDs, you know, uh, you can always call 718-375-1294. He'll be more than happy to email you or fax you the current list. And, of course, the real super-duper professional uh, CD is on its way. It's right now. You ready, guys? He's not coming, so I can tell you the secret. It's at the mixer's house. <laughs> oh, the mixer studio, whatever you call it. Because Rabbi Yitzhak's teamed up with the great Rabbi Yosef Fromwitz, known as Rabbi Yosef Fromwitz, from Yifa Studios. <laughs> and together they put both their talents to work. <laughs> this is gonna be an amazing CD. I think it might be out in another week or two. You know, you know, because we are not going to let anybody be fooled, you know, because they said they're gonna put out a, a top quality CD, and I have a little inside information because I'm on it a little bit. <laughs> Okay, um, let's see. I'd like to remind everybody that this, um, uh, story time, uh, with Rabbi Yitzhak and me, the sidekick, <laughs> you see, you know, uh, um, is, uh, like, um, you know, uh, uh, sponsored for Refuge Lema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sarah Miriam. That is for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sarah Miriam and also for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Once again, for Chaya, ba- I mean, Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Okay, so we got that out of the way. Now, uh-oh. I have a problem. David, do you know what I have a problem? You want to know what the problem is? Yeah? Are you shaking your head? I have the whole show for myself, but I don't got a story. Where's Rabbi Yitzhak? Do you have his notes? No, no, no. We, we need a story. Um, uh, maybe I could try to concentrate and think like Rabbi Yitzhak, because sometimes he thinks like me, and sometimes I can think like him. Let me think. Uh-huh. <laughs> a fishy story. <laughs> but not that fishy story. It's a different... He's thinking about a different fishy story. Oh, a smelly fishy story. Ooey gooey. <laughs> the smelly fishy story? Or the fishy, fishy, smelly story. Oh, well, a smelly story. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, uh, this story goes back a long, long, long time ago. Uh, oh, you know, so this is funny because, you know, I'm here and then and then I'm not here. Meaning, I'm, like, I'm acting like my ears right now, but there's no uh, Yossi to go over and say, like, how long ago, you know? I mean, okay, let me see if I can do that. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. This story happened a long time ago. Let me run to the other chair one second. Uh, how, how long ago? One second, let me go back to the other chair. Okay, uh, this had to, this this story happened uh, like about um, you know like um, a long time ago. You know, it, it was in the like early 1500s. You know, something like that. You know, maybe in the middle of 1500s. You know, like it could be in the middle. You know, something like that. Uh, one second, I gotta run to the other chair. When who did the story happen? Uh, one second, I gotta get back to the other chair. You know, this is ridiculous. Uh, Rabbi Earps, where are you? <laughs> whoa, whoa, did I run here pretty fast. Not bad for a man my age. <sighs> How old are you? That's not your business, okay. <sighs> Whew. <sighs> Well, I know you're pretty young because you got yeah you got grandchildren, so you must be pretty young, right? Uh, yeah, see, uh, did the show start? Uh, yeah, I already kind of finished. What? We finished? What? 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 what what's going on? Uh, uh, nothing. Don't worry. Relax. I, I was in the middle of telling a story. Uh, what story? You didn't even know the story. I I, I kind of read your mind. What? Oh yeah, you're such a good guy. Yeah yeah. What story am I thinking of? You think about a smelly fishy story. Uh, how did you know that? I, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, I guess if I hang around too much with you or you hang around too much with me, 
Then I'm going to start interrupting you? No, 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 no. I mean, I, I mean, you know, we start thinking alike. Oh, that means I will interrupt you. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like, um, can I tell the story that's in your mind? You want to tell the story that's in my mind? Yeah, yeah. Can I do it? Well, you already started, you said. How far did you get? Uh, just to like a long time ago. How long ago was that? Like a long time ago. I started a long time ago. No, 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 no. I, I, I'll do it. All right, you go ahead. Okay, well, we'll just reverse roles this time, okay? Okay, so this story happened in the times of the great, great Sadiq, Rabbi Yosef Cairo. Uh, oh, I know who that is. Um, uh, Rabbi Erbs, uh, I'm, I'm trying to tell a story. Uh, yes, I know, but I'm trying to be you. Uh, 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 oh, well, yeah, well, you know, this is confusing. Don't worry about a thing. You just do your thing and I'll do my thing. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I should do your thing and you'll do my thing. Uh, whatever, okay? <laughs> okay, so go ahead. Okay, so this story happened in times of the great Sadiq Rabbi Yosef Cairo, but this was after the Spanish Inquisition, you know. Uh, well, actually, during the Spanish Inquisition, you might say, but, you know, like after the years of, uh, you know, uh, 1492, you know, uh, you know, like something like that, you know, when I was a little kid. You are a little kid. Oh, uh, we used to sing a song like 1492, Columbus was a Jew. Uh, we don't know about that. Is that true? I have no idea, you know. Okay, can we just go with the story? Oh, yeah, sure, the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyways, it was after the expulsion of the Jews from Spain. So some of the Jews, um, they went uh, to Cairo. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Not the Cairo. <laughs> a story about Rabbi of Cairo. <laughs> if you're getting mixed up, I'll take over. No, 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 no. no. I'm not getting mixed up. I just uh, You're just trying to mix up your thoughts, so I'm getting mixed up. No, no. I'll, I'll concentrate on the story. Okay. Concentrate a little harder. A little harder. Oh, okay, 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 very good. I got it now. Okay, so this story happened, uh, you know, like after the, uh, uh, you know, the expulsion of the Jews, which was in 1492, I believe. Yes, uh, yes, 1492. Yes, the Jews were expel uh, expelled uh, at that time from Spain, uh, or unless they became Muranos, or and anyone was caught, they were, well, you know, there was the Spanish Inquisition. So, but we're not going to tell that story for now, because we're telling this story that I'm telling right now. Which I have no idea what you're talking about because you didn't say much except that this happened in the times of Rabbi Yosef Cairo. That's right. So it happened in the times of Rabbi Yosef Cairo. So um, now you know that Rabbi Yosef Cairo, he wrote the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, how do you know that? <laughs> Almost everybody knows about that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, so he lived from the time of 1488-1575. So it, it means he lived about 87 years. And, of course, he was about 13 years old when he was uh, uh, expelled from from Spain. He was born in Toledo, Spain. Did you know that? Yes, I know that. You have to remember, Yossi, whatever you think you know, I already know. Uh-oh. This could be very spooky. You know what I'm thinking? Yes. Well, what am I thinking about now? How do I know all this? I, you do know what I'm thinking about. How, how, how do you know all this? I told you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Should I continue the story? Yes, continue the story by all means. Okay, so anyway, so this story happened like this. You see... Uh, Rabbi Yosef Cairo, after the expulsion, when he was a little kid, like about 13 years old, so his family first went to Italy, then after a while in Italy, they went to Greece, and then they went to Turkey, and for the last 35 years of his life, he was in Sephas in Eretz Yisrael. You understand? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, you know that in that same territory, at that same time, there was another tzaddik over there. Do you know that? 
Uh, yes, I think his name was Rab Shmuel Eliado, something like that. That's right. <laughs> you got that right. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, this is a story about him or, or him? Uh, him or him? Uh, uh, it's it's about him. Yeah, yeah, and, and about him too. I mean, well, they both him. I mean, uh, well. What I mean is, do you mean with Rabbi Yosef Cairo? Or do you mean with, uh, you know, Reb Shmuel Eliado? I mean with both hims. Him and him. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Don't let me stop you. I, I mean, okay. So, um, uh, okay. Now, anyways, um, so uh, this story uh, took place, uh, you know, like somewhere, I guess, based on the facts that happened after the expulsion, because some of the Jews that were expelled from Spain, they ended up in Syria. But, of course, you know that the Jews, when they got expelled, they couldn't take much with them. And a lot of them, sometimes they had to bribe people if they, you know, if they left Spain when it was kind of like very close to the expulsion, whatever it was. So, they were, a lot of their stuff were confiscated. Whatever the bottom line is uh, they didn't have much <coughs> why, why are you going that for why are you going <coughs> it's very obvious they didn't have much they left spain in a rush and they were expelled get it expelled means like they were chased out kicked out of spain that means they didn't get to take much it's pretty obvious Oh, oh, maybe to you, but not to me. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> He's sounding like me more and more. Okay, anyways, so what happened next was like this. You see, so um, the people settled in, in a place called Khalaf. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Khalaf uh, in Syria. And some people call it in Hebrew, I think, it, I think it's called Aram Sova or something like that, you know. Anyways, so this place Khalaf, you know, the Jewish people over there, they, they escaped, and they weren't going to be, you know, like Moranas. They weren't going to be secret eaten and, you know, just pretend and then act like going on the outside. No, 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 they weren't going to do that. They wanted to be the real thing. But then one day it happened. Yeah, you know, we got a little problem here. We are trying to be from Yidin. We're trying to keep kosher. We're trying to learn Torah, but we don't have much over here. We need somebody to be able to teach us. You know, most of us, you know, we were not rabbis. Most of us were workers, and most of us has business and things like this. You know, uh, we need to, uh, to do something. You know, we need to get a rabbi here. Uh, I hear what you're saying. So, um... How do you uh, expect to do that? Well, uh, you know, well, let's see. Uh, uh, you know, when I was uh, younger, I remember in Toledo, Spain, uh, there was a little uh, genius of a kid born. His name was uh, Yosef, and now he's the famous of Yosef Cairo, you know. We've been here for a good number of years over here, and uh, we're not progressing in our Yiddishkeit. Uh, we got to, you know, do something about it, you know. Maybe if we write a letter, you know, to Rabbi Yosef Cairo, uh, that he, that he or, or if he could send somebody to be a rabbi by us, I mean, that would be very good, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, that would be very good. Yes, yes, sure, sure. I like that idea. It's a good that I thought of it. Uh, you thought of it? I mean, I thought of you thinking of it, and then we both thought of it. I mean, okay, you thought of it. <laughs> That's better. All right, uh, give me a feather and ink. Let me blow on it to dry the ink. Okay, there we go. 
Uh, on your bloke or you're not spit all over me? Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> ain't as young as I used to be, you know. All right, here we go. So I got this and I got that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got this, I got that. All right, let's see now. I got this, I got that, and I got a little bit of this. Uh, uh, okay, uh, okay, uh, let's get the letter off. And so eventually the letter was sent uh, and, you know, the mail didn't work. You know, like like nowadays we have jet goes... <laughs> So they can't fly, you know, like ear mail, things like that, you know. So they usually went on a boat or something like that. Eventually, it, it ended up uh, to Rabbi Yosef Cairo. And Rabbi Yosef Cairo, uh, he, he kind of looked at the letter. Whoa, is to me, I see. It looks like the people in Khalaf need a very Choshiva rabbi. Somebody that could really teach them very well. Hmm. Let me think about this. Who do I know that would be able to be a good rov over there, a tzaddik in his own right, and chas v'sholem would not become lower or lesser in his kedusha because there's not too many other people that have kedusha out there. Hmm, let me think. Oh, wait a second. Of course, yes. Uh, Merkel, do me a favor. Send for Rab Shmuel Eliado. Oh, yes, Rosh uh, no problem. Uh, I'll do that right away. And so what happened was is that Rav Shmuel Eliyad, 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 could you think a little clearer? Oh, that's better. Eliyad, okay, Eliyad, that's what it sounds like. I think that was the name. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, somebody sent me the story. I hope I read what he said right. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay, very good. Okay, go go ahead. Uh, no, no, I'm going ahead. <laughs> so who's telling the story now, you or me? Uh, no, I am, I am, I am. Okay, here we go. All right, so now, um, what happened was is Rab Shmuel Eliado came to Rab Yosef Cairo. And and he, he walked right in, of course, you know, when he was told that he can come in. And he sat down. Ah, Shalom Aleichem. Ah, the Heilige Tzaddik, Rabbi Yosef, Cairo, what can I do for you? Listen to me. I have a very, very choshiva request for you. I hope you're going to say yes. It's not such a simple thing, because I'm asking you to pick yourself up and leave Eretz Yisrael and go to Khalaf, Syria. And uh, the purpose of my going there would be? Well... There are Jewish people there that were expelled from Spain, just like we was. But unfortunately, where they are, they have no rabbi. They haven't got much money. They're very, very poor. And, um, you know, they asked me to try to find them a rabbi. So I'm looking, and I see that you would be the perfect candidate. Because, you know, if they could pay you, call a COVID. If they can't pay you, I know you have a moon in Betochen that everything will go well. And therefore, since everything will go well, I just want you to know that uh, based on the fact that everything will go well, so therefore, I just want you to know that um, uh, you, you, you should take the job is, is what I think. You know, oh, yeah. Indeed, it's what I think, okay? So, um, I hear, I hear what you're saying. Okay, um, so what do you think? 
Um, you hear what I'm saying? I didn't even say anything yet. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I just thinking of the way you would be thinking. So the answer is, you're going to say yes, Mustavra, because you know that what you're doing is a great mitzvah, saving so many people from Klal Yisrael. Uh, yes, I guess so. So if the Heilige Tzadik, Rabbi Yosef Cairo, feels that, uh, you know, uh, you are the God Lador here, and if you feel that I will accomplish something with these people, then who, I, who am I to, 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 to do reviews? And so what happened is, so uh, 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 Reb Shmuel, he agreed to go to Chala. So he went to the port Yaffa, you know, because that's where you have to leave, Rabbi, okay? There was a port in Yaffa, and he, you know, bought his tickets and everything, and he was setting sail. He was on his boat. Uh, well, actually, he was on the way to the boat, but he finally got to the boat. I mean, I mean... Well, are you telling that he got to the boat, or he's on the way, or do you want to skip the thing because the story is too long? I don't know. I never told this story before. I have no idea how long it is. Now you're starting to really sound like me. Uh, well, well, I mean, I'm reading your mind. I mean, did you ever tell the story before? No, absolutely not. This is the first time. Somebody sent it to me today. Oh, <laughs> very nice. Somebody sent it to you today? Okay, very good. Okay, so think harder. Let me see. Okay, he just arrived at the boat. Tickets, please. 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 Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, boy, here. <laughs> very, 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 very important, Rabbi. Okay, 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 very good, very good. Okay, okay. Here you go, on board. Yes, your ticket is good, 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 good. Uh, uh-oh. What smells here? Uh-oh, this is terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, what smells here? Hello, how are you? Uh, my name is Halal Manguru. Uh, Halal Manguru? And, and exactly who are you? I am, I told you, I am Halal Manguru. That is who I am. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, we have all kinds of people from across the world that travel on my boat. And and and, and you, um, um, how do I say, um, what do you got in those, uh, you know, packages over there, whatever it is? Oh, it is a very good fish, very good fish. Um, <laughs> Uh, um, the, the, the fish smells a little bit. You are right. <laughs> it is not the best fish in the world, but you know something. This fish is so good that I want to tell you that because this fish is so very good uh, that I could sell it at a better price. Because if it didn't smell the way it does, I would have to sell it very expensive. But don't worry, I will keep it in my room. Uh, in your room, and you think it's not going to smell? Uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, well, your room is going to be on the other side of the boat. Away from me, that's for sure. Okay, okay, you're lucky you have a paid ticket, and you're lucky you paid for a very good ticket. Uh, so you're going to Syria, and all your people uh, are going to Syria. Okay, okay, very good. Oh. Mm. Uh, well, well, bye. All right. Um, is that the last of the passages? Yes, sir, that's the last of the passages. All right, all right. Pull up the anchor, pull up the anchor. Yes, sir, pull up the anchor. All right, um, uh, pull up the sails. Pull up the sails. All right, 
tell the men to start rowing to push the boat out into the sea so the winds could continue. Let's go. Get moving. Get moving. Let's go. We got a boat ride of people here to take to Syria. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Oarsmen, are you ready? Yes, sir. We're ready. All right. Get moving. Tell them to start rowing. Start rowing. Right, left, right, left, right, left. And sure enough, they rowed the boat out into the ocean. And finally, the winds were able to pick up and blow the sails. And the boat was sailing across the ocean. Anyway, so what happened was is like this. On the boat, there was this guy. Uh, which guy? The guy with the smelly fish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you know? Oh, I don't know. I just, like, feel like interrupting. Uh, but, but why are you doing that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, see, think about it. Uh, oh, I did. Oh, so that's what it's like whenever I do that? Yep, that's what it's like. Uh, but you're not doing it in the comma, are you? No, chas v'sholem. I'm just teaching you to show you how it feels, and this way you'll try to work on not interrupting a little bit better. I should interrupt better? No, 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 no. Not interrupting. Oh, I should be better at not interrupting. That's right. So go ahead, continue the story. Okay, so where was I? <clears throat> you were up to the part of... Uh, He's on the boat, and uh, the guy with the fish, you know, the smelly fish? Um, uh, you, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, halal man, manguru. I'm up to him. Yes, you are. Hello there, everybody. We are going to be on this boat together. Shalom, Shalsi. Not only does his bag smell from rotten fish, but his clothing smell just as much. <laughs> Maybe we should keep our distance. Hello, everybody. Don't keep your distance from me. Listen to me. Hey, I'm very entertaining. I could make you have a wonderful trip, or you could be very bored sitting here watching the waves go boomba boomba and the boat going... <laughs> you know, thing like that, but listen to me. I could tell you tales. Me, look at me. I, Halal Manguru, am a very old fisherman. <laughs> old fisherman is not the word for it. You imagine, look how old he is. I mean, I mean, he is so old, he probably, the time he caught the fish and the time he brought it to market, <laughs> it's spoiled. Oh, no, you don't understand. These fish I caught, but I caught them in Morocco. Then I go to to a, to a, to to, to, to Fas, and then from Sufas, I go to Yaffa, and from Yaffa, I take the fish all the way to Syria, and then I could sell it for a very, 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 very cheap price. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> By the time you get that smelly fish all the way to Syria... <laughs> I think the people live too far away for you to be able to hear anybody bid for the fish. <laughs> well, you know what? Listen, I could tell you, I am a fisherman for many, many years, but I'm also a venturous type of fisherman. An adventurous type of fisherman? What do you mean by that? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Uh, well, many things happened to me during my lifetime. Here I will tell you a, a very interesting story. And so everybody gathered around Manduro, and they put a, a, a clothespin on their nose so they don't have to smell Manduro. I mean, not Manduro, Manguro. But what was his name? Halal Manguru. 
Oh, 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 oh. Uh, halal manguru. <laughs> uh, halal manguru. Okay, so halal manguru, uh, he started to tell stories that happened to him. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, halal manguru, your turn. Oh, thank you very much, Jose. You do a very good job. Okay, now, let me tell you what happened here. You see, one time I was traveling in the ocean. And what happened was this, this big sea monster popped his head out of the water while I am fishing. And the sea monster had one big eye and one big horn on his nose. And then I take my horn, I pop him on the head and he fall down into the water. <laughs> what do you say? Ah, oh, come on. That's not true. There are no such thing as sea monsters. You made that up. Come on, you're going to tell us a story, a real one, okay? All right, all right, I tell you true story now. All right, that's better. Tell us a true story. Okay, well, you see, it happened like this. I was one time fishing near Greece, you know, and when I was fishing near Greece, I was waiting to catch fish, but then I see and look around, all around me, there were other fishermen. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, let me tell you what happened. So I say to myself, self, if you want to catch fish, I must row my big fisherman boat a little further out into the ocean. And then I will be able to catch fish because the other people won't go that far. So I row my boat a little bit further out. And then the next thing I know, I'm very far out. And then I am fishing. And then all of a sudden, this very, 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 very big boat comes. A very big boat? What kind was it? Oh, it was a ship. Okay, so it was a ship. A boat, a ship, it's the same thing. Oh, but this was a pirate ship. Oh, my goodness. A pirate ship. So what happened? Well, they threw me in the water and they uh, sent down a rope and they pulled me up. And they said, you look big and strong. Uh, remember how the pilot said it? Ah, so, you look big and strong. <laughs> so, for a guy like you, you know what we're going to do. We're going to sell you for a slave. <laughs> All right. Put him downstairs in one of the rooms downstairs. Lock him up. And so they take me and they bring me down the steps and and I, I they, they tie my fisherman boat to the back of their boat and they take it along because they figured they could sell that. Oh, they try anything to get money. So anyways, they lock me up in the basement over there in the boat, whatever they called the bottom. Anyways, so what happened was like this. So while I'm down there in the basement, I hear a a pirate uh, speaking. <laughs> so... The captain here in this ship, he makes sure he gets the best pirates here. He has pirates from all across the world. <laughs> ah, yes, he take from Russia, he take from Italy, he takes from all over. That's a lot. He takes us from all over the place because we got the best skills and we put it together. <laughs> That's why our pirate ship is so successful. <laughs> See that room over there? That's the greatest room, right? Yeah. That's the greatest room. Not to speak that language because we all have to speak the same language. Even though we come from many, many, many different countries, we got to speak in a language that everybody understands. Oh, I'm very sorry. Okay. <laughs> With our skills, we put big treasure over there. Maybe in time the captain will say it is time to retire. Oh, my goodness. 
you were stuck in a pirate ship and had so much merchandise, so much money, so much gold, so much... Oh, what did you do? Huh? What did you do? Tell us, tell us. And of course, the only one that was not interested in his bubba mices was the Hale of Gatsadik, Rav Shmuel Eliado. Rav Shmuel Eliado, he went off to the side and he was learning his tyra and everything. He had no time to listen to these crazy little stories. Meanwhile, ha, uh, Halal Manguru, he continued his story. And so, when I heard that there was a big treasure room in there, I said to myself, I must escape, and I must take whatever treasure I can. That's what I have to do. <laughs> so, what I do is very, very simple. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yeah, 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 go ahead. Yeah, no, should tell us already. Yeah, tell us. Okay. So, I'm a fisherman. So, believe it or not, I have a wrapping paper in my pocket, and I have a fishing hook, <laughs> because I carry spare fishing hook, and, uh, well, a spare net, I could not pocket. it. Oh, but a fishing hook, I could. So I used the fishing hook, and I picked the lock, and I opened up the lock, and I waited until, of course, they went to sleep, and there was only one guard on the top of the boat. And then what happened was this, I went over, are you ready for this? I picked the lock from the treasure. And then I took as much money, much gold and silver as I can carry. And then I snuck up to the top. And there was one guard over there. And he was walking around. Why, why do I have to be the only one guarding tonight? <laughs> And so I snuck up behind him, and I knocked him out. <laughs> I hit him over the head uh, with whatever I found nearby. And what did you find nearby? I don't know what it was, but it was dark, so I just picked it up, and I hit him in the head, and he knocked him out. Okay, anyway, it's not as important, but he's unconscious. So I go over, and I lower myself down by the rope, and I put all the treasure into my boat. <laughs> thousands of thousands of gold coins. I put them into my boat, yes, and then I disconnect the rope. <laughs> I disconnect the rope and everything. <laughs> okay. And then, and then uh, I, I start rowing away. But then the captain of the ship, he wake up. What's going on here? Hey, hey, what's that in that water over there? Hey, hey, what are you doing on the floor? You're supposed to be guarding. No, I was knocked out. You were knocked out? He escaped after him. And so they went over. And they captured me again. And then, of course, they got back everything I took. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, they took me and they sold me for a slave. But then I escaped from there. And I'm back to being a fisherman. And that's a story. It's a good story, no? Uh, but, but is it true? Is it a true story? Yeah. Is that a true story? <laughs> Listen to me. I, I, Halal, hey, Manguru, only make up true stories. <laughs> okay, nighty-night, uh, nighty-night. And eventually... Uh-oh, uh, Yossi? 
Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> Did I fall asleep? <laughs> How can I fall asleep? I'm telling the story. Okay, eventually, uh, that's what you're up to? No, 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 that's what you're up to. Uh, I'm up to? No, 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 you. Now, you're up to? No, no, no. You'll see, do you want to do it or should I do it? I'll do it, I'll do it. So eventually, they, they arrived in, in the port over there, uh, you know, in Syria, and then they got off the boat and everything. But I gotta tell you, a little bit before the Halakotzadik, Rab Shmuel Eliano, uh, got there. <laughs> Are you ready for this? <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, the, 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 the Rosha Kol, you know, whatever his name was. Well, we'll call him David, okay? So let's say the Rosha Kol, you know, the Rosh, the Rosh, the Rosh Kol, uh, you know, we'll call him David, okay? Uh, you know what I mean? This sounds good? It sounds good to me. If you want to call him David, you can call him David. Okay, so David was the Rosh Kol. And anyway, so let me tell you what happened with the Rosh Kol. So the Rosh Kol, what he did was as follows. Um, um, he, he told everybody, uh, listen, listen, listen. Everybody, you know, we're having a Rav come to serve as our rabbi, a great tzaddik, by the name of Rav Shmuel Eliyaro. And, of course, he was recommended by the great tzaddik, uh, Rabbi Yishev Cairo, and uh, Baal the Mechaber of the Shulchan Aruch. And obviously, if he sent him, it must be somebody very chashev. So uh, let's go, and he should be here today. And let's everybody put on our best clothing, and let's go greet him. And so what happened was is, you'll see, you'll see. And so, yeah, oh, oh, and so, and so what happened is, I guess towards the end of the show, I get a little tired. Oh, well, you have to learn how to stay awake or take a nap in the daytime. I always do, in the middle of class. Uh, you'll see. Okay. okay, anyways, so let me tell you what happened. So, what happened was is, the boat arrived, and there was a wagon driver waiting for him. I'm truly, pardon me, but I'm waiting here for a very big tzaddik. Oh, there it must be. There yeah, I see all kinds of people. I see Chinese people get off. I see Russian people. I saw, oh, the only one with the beard and pair. Oh, that must be him. Hello, excuse me. Are you the, the, the rabbi, Rabbi Shmuel Eliado? Uh, yes, I am. Why? I'm the wagon driver. Uh, uh, you have any baggage? Oh, yes, I do. Here, um... Let me give you this baggage. I hope there's something smells here. I hope that rabbi changes his socks. He said, no, it can't be socks. It smells like fish. He doesn't wear fish for shoes. Yeah. What's going on here? Oh, it smells like spoiled fish. Oh, he's coming with his baggage. Uh, Shalom Aleichem. Okay, we'll just have to take this baggage of mine and put it right in the back of your wagon. I me. Oh, I can't embarrass this guy, but what's going on here? This is going to be our rabbi. He is carrying, ugh, I don't know what he has in those back, but smells like, ugh, ooey gooey fish. They look like expensive bags, but, but, uh, like, I don't know what kind of baggage it is, like a netted suitcase. I don't know, but it smells terrible. But uh, he's the rabbi that's going to come here. I'm not the Russian coat. I can't make that decision. I'll just put his baggage right in the back. Let me take this one and put it in the back. All right. Uh, oh my, uh, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll steer the wagon with one hand and hold my nose with the other. Get it up, horsey! And finally, the horses arrived in Khalaf with the wagon. And people came out to greet the Heilige Tzaddik, the Holy Tzaddik. All right, uh, everybody, come, let's greet the rabbi. 
something smells awful around here. Oh, rotten fish. Oh, a chutzpah from this wagon driver. He's going to pick up the Heiligatonic and he brings a wagon that smells for rotten fish. Oh, ooey-gooey. How could he do this? Is disrespectful? Uh, what do you say? I don't know. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. Uh, Shalom. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, whoo. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, um, uh, Mr. Wagon Driver. I mean, how unsholding uh, mir, but um, um, the uh, smelly fish in the bag. Uh, that's my baggage. That's your baggage. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that's my baggage. Oh, that, that belongs to you. Uh. Yes, 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 yes. Um, um, you want to show me? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Mr. Wagon Driver, you want to take uh, the new rabbi to his... Oh, one second, I got to sneeze. It's you! Woo! Uh, anybody got a spear clothespin? I got a spear clothespin here. All right, um, um, I'm going to go with fire and, um, uh, bring him to his, uh, new dear, okay? Uh, 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 oh, boy, oh, boy. And so, you see. And so, and so, and so what happened was is, uh, the Rosh Hakol had second thoughts. Hmm, I don't understand. He's supposed to be a rabbi, and I thought it was the wagon driver that, that didn't show him respect by bringing him in a wagon filled with rotten fish. And then the rabbi says it's his. So, something doesn't make sense here. Uh, something's really smelled here. <laughs> wow. I don't get it. I mean, I'm sure that if you I agree with you a hundred percent. If the elegant tzaddik, Rabbi Yosef Cairo, sent him, he must be a very big tzaddik. Now about the rotten fish, there must be an explanation. And sure enough, when the time was right, and I say when the time was right, the rabbi, the new rabbi, that is, Rabbi Shmuel Eliyad, he went over and he called out from the window, uh, excuse me, uh, you over there? Yes, can I help you? Uh, yes, uh, can you do me a favor and call the, uh, Rashi Hakahol to come over here to my new house, if you don't mind? Oh, uh, yes, I'll tell them to wear clothespins, yes, yes, yes. Ah, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And so, you see, you see. Oh, 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 it's getting close to my bedtime. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what happened was as follows. Well, let me tell you. So what ended up happening was, um, um, where am I up to? <laughs> uh, okay, I know where I'm up to. Just think a little harder. I should think a little harder? I know where I'm up to. Um, uh, uh, you're not up to anything. I'm telling the story. Yes, <laughs> but I'm up to in my mind to know what happens next. Oh, so I could read it. Turn the page. Uh-oh, you're covering with your fingers. Could you please take your fingers off of your head so I could read it? Okay, I'm just kidding you. I'm just teasing you. Go ahead, Yossi. Okay, so what happened was is this person called the Rashi Hakol, and the Rashi Hakol came into the house, and before they came in... All right, Rabbi Zai, you know what you got to do? How long can you hold your breath? Okay, a one, a two, a three. And, of course, the door was open. <laughs> And they walked in. You see. And you walked in. Uh, uh, you said it first. How come you said it first? 
because you're not responding. Remember, I told you when you tell a story, and in between, when the character's finished, you got to be spontaneous. All right, like it did in the beginning of the story. That's right, but you got a little too tired. Okay, so you're going to do it or you want me? No, I'll do it, I'll do it. I'll be spontaneous. You're going to see me be spontaneous. Okay, here we go. Um, okay. So they came in and they said, uh, uh, um, go, go, go ahead, um, uh, Russia Cole, David. Um, uh, yes, uh, uh, pardon, uh, excuse me, but, uh, uh, you wish to see us? Uh, is this going to take long or short? <laughs> Listen, you don't have to hold your breath that long. We're going to get rid of the fish, but I must tell you a story behind the fish. Oh, really? Can we open windows? No, I prefer not to. Why? Well, when you hear the story, you'll understand why I don't want to open the f- windows. But it smells from rotten fish with all due respect. It's all right. Trust me when I tell you the story about the rotten fish. You'll be very happy that I brought the rotten fish. I will? Okay, if the rub says so. Wow, <laughs> this rub must be filled with a lot of wisdom that we don't know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Okay, give him, give him a chance to speak. Yeah, give him a chance to speak. All right. Um, please, sit down. See, I, on the boat ride that I was here, there was this person by the name of Halal Amanguru. And uh, a very interesting person, you know. I uh, was, um, you know, a celebrity type of person. You know, he, he liked to be the star of the show. Uh, uh, with all due respect, what do you mean the star of the show? Well, you know, he liked attention, so uh, he, he got up on the top of the deck over there, and it was a nice day, and then he started telling stories that happened to him as a fisherman. See, uh, these fish that I have, the rotten fish, really belong to him. Uh, I, I'm not sure I understand. Does that mean the Rav um, bought it from him or stole, um, from stole? No, I mean, bought rotten fish from him? Well, uh, I did buy it, but not from him. I, I, I'm not sure I follow. Okay, so let me explain to you. See, what happened is like this. You see, it so happens that this person, Halal Manguru, he was telling a lot of stories, and everybody was listening in, except for me. Uh, you know, and I was trying to learn. But, you know, sometimes there's certain stories he got so loud, it was very hard for me to concentrate. But, you know, even those little pieces I heard, I just put no mind to it. Anyways, so because some of them really sounded far-fetched. For example... He even started to tell a story about this monster that came out of the sea with one nose, with one horn, whatever, you know. Anyways, the bottom line is, um, I, you know, I was trying to concentrate on my learning. But then, you know, one evening, um, you know, the people were on the deck and they were waiting for Halal Manguru to come out. But Halal Manguru didn't come out and they knocked on his door and he didn't answer. So the captain sent some people in, they went in and they found that uh, Manguru passed away. It was an old man. And in the middle of the night, apparently, he passed away, and he didn't wake up that day. So um, they, you know, like in the sea, many times they, you know, when a person passes away in the sea, they can't have a rotten body because it can take a long time before they they, uh, they get it or whatever it is to the land. So they used to bury the people at sea, see? So uh, based on that, they buried him at sea. Halal Manguru was buried at sea. And, uh, you know, but his belongings, uh, <laughs> they didn't know what to do with it. And basically his main belongings, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess, his main belongings was um, the rotten fish. Oh, that's right, that's right. So uh, at that time, the fish did not smell so rotten. I mean, it smelled bad, but 
I thought of, you know, perhaps cooked right, uh, preserved right, perhaps it could be used. And what happened? Well, um, what happened was this, that um, the captain made an announcement. All right, gentlemen, 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 listen to me very carefully. Uh, this is the situation we all feel bad that Halal Manguru passed away, you know, uh, but uh, the bottom line is uh, he's gone and uh, his fish are here. And if anybody wants to buy the fish, fine. If not, because this fish is rotting day by day worse and worse. And I'm going to throw it overboard, okay? Unless somebody wants to buy it. And so I thought about it. I said to myself, hmm, everybody here in Chalaf are very poor. So even if they don't have the top quality fish, well, um, better than nothing. So I went over and I decided to buy the fish. And I bargained with the captain until he finally sold it to me for a very, very cheap price because I told him, listen, you're going to throw it overboard anyways. So let me take it at a cheap price. And he agreed. But little did I know that as the days were going on, boy, oh boy, did the fish smell horrible and horrible and horrible. And I realized that by the time I get to shore, even poor people would not eat such fish. So, 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 what would you do? What would you do? Yeah, so what would you do? Yeah, so what would you do? Well, uh, what I ended up doing was I thought about throwing the fish overboard. And then I started to think for a moment, and I said, wow, look at these uh, cases, these baggages, you know, this netted type of baggage or whatever it is. It's very fancy, and it's... Uh, you know, even though it smells some rotten fish, but it looks like it's expensive. And I figured, you know what, I'll take the fish and I'll throw out the fish. I'll throw it overboard and I'll save the bags. And so I started to do that. And all of a sudden, as I'm taking out all the rotten fish, I see on the bottom, underneath all the rotten fish, there's some sort of a box of some sort in the bottom of each bag. I open up the box and, Baruch Hashem, do you know what I found? Uh, no, not exactly. Well, let me show you. And with that, I'm doing it. Did I do that right this time? Yes, you did. You did. Okay, and with that, he went and he took the box, one of them, and put it on the table. And he opened it up. And they were startled. They were startled. They looked at it and he said, Whoa, 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 whoa. So much gold. Where does this gold come from? How'd you have so much gold? Well, um, well, he started to continue over there. So Rabshmul Eliano started to explain more. Well, it seems to me that I figured out what happened. That even though he was telling a bunch of bummermises, but when I overheard a little piece, what people were trying to tell me about, I should listen to the pirates because it's so exciting. I think it really happened, that particular story that he stole the gold back from some of the pirates. And the pirates really never caught him again. But he wanted everybody to think that he was caught, so nobody should know how rich he really was. And when he gets to Syria, he wanted to live it up over there, apparently, but he didn't want the custom people to check it out, uh, you know, to collect taxes or take away his money. So he put all the rotten fish right on top. And therefore, when the customs people come to look at the bag and they open up and they see the rotten fish and they smell it, one whiff, they'll close the bag and let them go. And they would never find the gold. And that's true, because that's what I ended up doing. I saved the rotten fish. I took all the rotten fish and I saved it. And now I brought it. Now I just want you to know that I want to give all of this gold 
to this whole uh, city over here of Chalaf. That all the Eden should be able to have something and be able to start businesses or whatever. And let's open up a shul and let's open up a Talmud Torah and let's start being Eden the way we're supposed to. And sure enough, that's good, right, Ramirez? It certainly is much better. And so sure enough, what ended up happening was that they took the money and they used it for good things and they helped out the poor people and people were able to start businesses. And, of course, they opened up a big shul and they opened up a cheder and everything, a Talmud Torah, whatever it is, and they started learning. And with the help of this great tzaddik, Rashmul Eliado, this particular place of Halaf, they all grew up to be nice, fine, from religious Eden. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How did I do? That was a great story. You even left over a few minutes to take some phone calls. Okay. All right, so we can take some phone calls. Yeah. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? My name is Roger Schoen, and I want to say that you should always try to keep the Torah. And also, um, that you should that you should um, never steal. And also, and also, I want to suggest a story. Yes. Zelig the wagon driver. Zelig the wagon driver, but it's in my book. Okay. You want? And also, my sister wants to talk. Okay, real quickly, because I got a whole bunch of other calls. Hurry up. Hi. Hi. Yes. Okay. You want to tell us what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Okay, go ahead, quickly. You should always give tzedakah. You should always give tzedakah. Excellent, that's great. Okay, thank you very much. Got to go to the next call, okay? Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, my name is El Yao Cohen. Oh, hello, how are you? Okay. And I learned that you, you should never lie. You should never lie. Very good, excellent. Can I speak to Yossi? Uh, real quick, Yossi? Uh, hi, El Yao, how are you? Um, today I had a test and I got a 94. Wow, fantastic. Keep up the good work. Anyways, our phones are lit up over here, so I gotta go to the next phone call, okay? Jesse! Bye, I gotta go now. I gotta go take the other phone call. Remember me, Eliel Cohen. Yes, I remember Eliel Cohen. Yeah, you come by to the studio once in a while. Yes, I know. I remember. I remember. Okay, hello. You're on here. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? A ship of oil. Okay. Hey, what are you doing over there? You ready to take my lessons down? My okay, let's go. Ready? Let's go. go. Let's Sorry, go. Number three. Number three, don't make up bubble mices. Number two, happy tachan. And number one, quit trouble. Believe in Sadiqim. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much, Masha. See you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hi, my name is Jacob. This is Morgan Stern, and I learned you should never lie. Very good. And you should always be down with Kafkas. Oh, excellent! You recognize that? Good. Very good. Very good. And you, you should always have a Munas Chachamim. Excellent, beautiful. Thank you very much. Great. Maybe yes, you could bring Mary and Shlomshliach and Professor Midas Tovas next time. Let me hear it again. You said it too fast. What did you say? He could bring. Yes, he could bring. Okay, we'll see. Maybe it'll happen. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Indigail Simon, and I learned that you should never jump to conclusion. For, like, like for the rods and fish, you should never jump to conclusion. Excellent. Beautiful. You, you um, hop very good. Yassi. Yassi? Ha! How 
did I do? Did I do a good job with the story? <laughs> yeah, you did such a good job. Oh, thank you so much. A pleasure. Anyways, our phones are lit up over here, so we can't go to the next caller. Thanks for calling. Bye. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson did you learn tonight's story? Me? Yes, you. Uh, my name is Toby, and I too bad I didn't hear the story. I missed it, but I just want to say I love your stories. Oh, thank you very much. So you can catch the story on the archives. And Yuffie especially. Oh, thank you very much. So you can listen to us on the archives. Okay, I think that's all the time we have, even though the whole lines are flooded. Uh, that's all the time we have. So until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos, and we'll see you next week. Bye.